Welcome to The Better Way, a podcast by BuilderTrend. We are here to help you simplify and establish processes that will make meaningful changes to your company and help you achieve your goals. There's a better way to run your construction business, The BuilderTrend Way. Tune in this season as our consultants Reese Barnes and Zach Rotovich will help you master your financials. In this episode, we're discussing the QuickBooks integration. Learn how this accounting software works with BuilderTrend to help streamline your business's financial processes. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Builder Trends Financial Series. Uh, my name is Reese Barnes, and I'm additional training consultant here over at Builder Trend. I'm joined with my co-host Zach Watovich. Zach, how is your week starting so far? Good, man. Doing great. We're back here to talk we are about back Builder Trend and QuickBooks today. This is a big one. This is a big Excited. one. I, I would uh, assume that a lot of people are going to want to listen to this. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of questions. How does this work? What happens? When is when is when is the right time to integrate? All that. So hopefully we can address some of these things and get people excited to kind of take the plunge, so to speak. Yes. Let's debunk some of the, the common myths. Yeah. Um, so outline the relationship. Yeah. What are we going to do over the agenda? Outline the relationship <laughs> between uh, between Builder Trends QuickBooks, um, highlighting the actual integration setup itself. Um, and then going over common concerns, we'll go over values, we'll go over, uh, you know, what might some of the roadblocks be that we hear that are common. Um, but Zach, if you want to tee it off, just outline the relationship between QuickBooks and Builder Trends so that our, our user base actually knows what information is going over um, to each. Right, absolutely. The, that common concerns one is really important because <clears throat> whenever you're adopting a new software, there's a lot of unknowns. And then you're taking a second software and you're right. kind of trying to marry the two. But with your new software, you're developing some processes and your already existing software, you already have processes. So how do you navigate what that's gonna look like? And ultimately we want Builder Trends integration with QuickBooks to be as simple as possible. That's ultimately the goal. And it is relatively simple. Everything that Builder Trend integrates with already exists inside of your QuickBooks account. It's about pulling information out of your QuickBooks account and moving it into Builder Trend as the origination piece. This is where it starts now. When we're thinking about construction, <clears throat> A to Z, start the job, finish the job, you're gonna have different touch points as far as where data gets into Builder Trend and into QuickBooks. And ultimately the goal is to try and make Builder Trend the focus. For a lot of companies, QuickBooks is the focus, but there are a lot of people who might not have a QuickBooks license who are integral to getting that job completed. Builder Trend kind of helps, helps open up that operation to now your project managers, your superintendents, anybody who has a Builder Trend login can get important financial information that normally they wouldn't get. So there's a lot of value there, right? I hear that from my clients all the time. And that's that's a big component of, you know, when we have people that are using more of QuickBooks yeah. and, and they're trying to understand how the integration works, but they're not wanting to do their job costing and builder trend they want to keep doing it in QuickBooks. Right. Um, and the big thing is, is a lot of our successful clients that use the, the integration say, 
we don't want to have to go back and forth. We don't want to have to go to the job and then go into QuickBooks to see the financials. We want to see that picture painted in the budget. Yeah. And we want to be able to go into all of the estimates, all of the change orders, the purchase orders, the invoicing, what line items, and we can start pulling information on that. Right. Um, so that's, that's, I love that you hit on that because that is such an important piece is to understand from the very beginning when you're considering the integration, you start everything and builder trend. Yeah. And if it's set up appropriately, it gets pushed into QuickBooks so your accounting software can be reconciled up to date and, and get you ready for taxes. Yeah, in a lot of ways, QuickBooks becomes the, the input, the, the processor, the thing that cuts the checks and takes the money. But the actual guts of what's happening is going to live within builder trend as a project management software. And that's something I always try to paint the picture of for a lot of companies is that QuickBooks really should be where the transactions are going through and doing the final touches and giving you the company information like your profit and loss, like your job profitability and your balance sheet and health of the company. And we're not changing that. We're just changing where the entry is starting and kind of right. how I get things into the system without needing a license or training on a more complicated software. BuilderTrain is very easy to use for what you need. And QuickBooks has a little bit higher skill gap that it takes to kind of learn where things are at and what the terminology really means. And if you don't have a background in bookkeeping, uh, it can be confusing. And if you do have a back, if you do have a, a background in bookkeeping and you are the accountant, BuilderTrain is much easier for those people to learn quickly because they're already used to kind of how things work. And so it's just tying that story together and making it all talk. So what are we sure. actually putting into builder trend and, and yes. what goes over QuickBooks? So just like in QuickBooks, you have to link your customer and your job up to QuickBooks. So that's the starting point. In if I were to go into my QuickBooks and I were getting ready to build something, I would have to put it somewhere. Well, customer. Builder trend works the exact same way. We have a customer. And we have a job and you can link to those uh, together. So you can let BuilderTrend push that into QuickBooks for you, or you can set it up in QuickBooks first and then link the BuilderTrend job to the existing QuickBooks one. And, and that's a choice a lot of people make where I want to put everything into QuickBooks first and then just map to it. Great. Or I want to put it into BuilderTrend and let BuilderTrend push it into QuickBooks for me. Great. What do you suggest? So it just depends on <clears throat> the company's dynamic as, as okay. what kind of building are you doing? Do you like a specific way that you name things in QuickBooks? If you're a brand new company and you're just getting started with QuickBooks, you probably are fine letting builder trend push data over because the formatting is going to be the formatting. But if you are a very established company and you've got two years of three years, five years of QuickBooks data, and you like a specific way it's organized, then don't change that. Well, sure. There's no okay. need to set it's it up in QuickBooks preference. first. Exactly. And then you just map your builder trend information to it. The key thing with that is how do you do that handoff? How do I ensure that the information is getting into QuickBooks first and then going into builder trend to set it up? So a lot of people will use a to-do, right? To say to the accountant, hey, this nice. job's ready to have QuickBooks get their job set up. Here's the job information. And then they do it and then they go through and map it. And, and that can vary by the size of the company. To, you know, if it's a three-man crew, then it's not as big of a deal. But if you have 30 employees at your company, you're going to have more touch points. Ironing out that process of how the job gets into QuickBooks is very important. Um, the other thing that we can kind of touch on is other elements that need to be in your um, 
your, your builder trend account. Vendors, right? Same thing. They need to be mapped up. Um, and then once those core things are set up, here's really what's happening. Builder trend is kind of like throwing the, the football over the fence. I create a new bill in builder trend. I save it. It's linked to all the proper information. We'll kind of touch on what that means here in a second. Okay. And, and then it throws it over as an unpaid bill. It sits there until your bookkeeper gets the approval to cut the check. And okay. again, that operation works very, very different for companies. Some people have a very tight approval system where the owner looks at every invoice and says, this is ready. Others are a little more uh, efficient and they just know if it's in QuickBooks and the due date's on there, it's ready to pay. The bookkeeper processes it. Again, that doesn't have to change. Sure. But what we've done is thrown the information ready for evaluation to pay it or not. Invoices for customers work very similarly. Our next episode after this one is talking about receiving payments and kind of how that works and the types of invoices. But if I just wanted to create a request for money, if I started in Builder Trend and I release it to the customer, it's now thrown into QuickBooks. Once that customer pays me, I receive my money, update it, and now it's reflected as paid back in Builder Trend. That's nice. it. You know, it's, nice. it's really not any more complicated than that. There are details as far as how that information transfers, but you're just, it's like a Lego. You're just lining the pieces up and connecting them. And it really should be very seamless from there. I always like to tell this story. I went out to a, a conference for a franchise out in Washington. Um, and at that conference, you had QuickBooks users and you had Sage users. And they were going back and forth about if they should use QuickBooks, if they should use Sage. If you don't know what Sage is, it does have some project management tools. And so there's been talks with Builder trying if we should integrate. And, and none of that matters, but I'll never forget. I was talking to a woman who was about ready to retire and you know, in her, in her late 60s, had been with this company for 35 years as a bookkeeper. Sure. She raises her hand and she says, can I just say something? And I'm like, oh, here... Here we go. And get roasted uh, on the quick. Exactly. I up in the front of the room. There's 300 people. She said, I wish I had done this earlier. Nice. And, and people just kind of looked at her like, what? If, if she's saying that, then there's obviously a lot of value. And she just said, it just took a little time and a little adjustment to learn how the things connect. But once it does, you're really not changing <laughs> how you use your QuickBooks. You're just shifting the focus of where that information is being put into the system. And, and, and that is a small adjustment to be sure, but that doesn't mean that it isn't possible, right? For sure. And that's where I, to kind of piggyback on that, even when I'm discussing with clients and, you know, say we're getting ready to, you know, wrap up a deal for an onsite consultation and we're going to have, you know, heavy emphasis on the financial side of things. And, you know, maybe they want to use certain components of financials, but they don't want to use, you know, the QuickBooks integration for whatever reason that may right. be. Um, I always say, if we can just get you to have an open mind and at least consider and hear out what the potential is, and then you make the decision after that, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, we don't offer this as such a heavy hitting feature or component piece of functionality, if you will, in Builder Trend, if it didn't work. Okay. Um, so much of it is though, is, I mean, it's your financials. It's it's our clients' business and livelihood. You know, we have to be conscious of them wanting to protect that. But on the other hand, if as the business, you are recognizing that you are wasting time with double entry or that you are, you know, recognizing that you could be having a better pulse on your job's finances, 
Um, we have all this room for growth in the builder trend account. It's going to start with an open mindset. It's, you know, it's going to, it's going to be changing what you're doing to a degree. Like you'd mentioned, Zach, I'm actually going to start using that refocusing the information because it's just like with anything in builder trend, whether we're taking notes on the back of a napkin or we're doing a, you know, a morning stand-up meeting for an hour every day to get a pulse on where our jobs are. That's the idea of builder trend, right? We're still using that information. We're still sharing it um, just in a little bit different method. Yeah. So the thing with the QuickBooks integration is, is yes, it does work. Yes, it saves a ton of people time. It's just having that, uh, having that open mindset, yeah, understanding and, what you're going to be getting from it and what you're wanting to solve by doing it. Yeah, and I, I think about that a lot when I'm consulting with clients. How do you measure value? Right. You know, does it have to we'll be- We'll touch a, on a, that, won't we? A little bit and just sort of the time savings and the money savings. But it, it, just from a, when I'm making a business decision about improving my operations, the undertaking you're going to take here is going to have different levels of impact, right? Every decision you're making can, can be small, but it still is going to give a little bit of an increase of how you're doing things. And that's kind of how I look at the Builder Trend QuickBooks integration. You do have to go through the cost code setup conversation we discussed in episode one. That's key. You've done have that to. work. That is, right. that is a much bigger undertaking than the QuickBooks integration. Sure. But once it's done, that unlocks these other decisions like the QuickBooks integration as being so much more impactful because you've taken the time to really figure out the structure and now you're implementing it, you're utilizing it and your QuickBooks reports are gonna be better because of it. And Builder Trend is now just feeding that information. So even though the integration itself might seem fairly insignificant, right? We're describing the process as very simple. That's because you've already done a lot of the hard work. Right. Uh, it's it's compiling on top of it. So that's what I was going to mention. But yeah. let's let's no, jump into the setup. Yeah, and I just wanted to kind of touch on a little bit the things that need to be integrated. I take a step back. I kind of got a little bit ahead of myself here, but <laughs> it, that's just par for the course at this point. Yeah, um, just keep going, Zach. Yeah, going. you have your cost codes that I kind of just brought up need to be linked to items. That's a big concern. For a lot of people is when they use their quickbooks they just book expenses mm -hmm. to a general ledger account which means you don't really have like a specific tracking item mechanism you're just saying like this is what i spent and this is the account it goes into um, that has changed a little bit you have to use cost codes that is only linked to items in quickbooks desktop or products and services in quickbooks online some people aren't or are aware of these things but that's, that's, a, that's a concession that you're gonna make. But again, if you've spent the time developing good cost codes so you could estimate better, you can have detailed sales proposals, your, your actual ecosystem of builder trends, cost codes are, are set up, that's not a big deal. Then it's just putting it in your QuickBooks account and then mapping it to which chart of account accounts that you want those items to feed into. Your sub vendors, those already exist in your QuickBooks account. You just export them out and we can mass import them into builder trend at that point. Your job info will link up to your customer information, your internal users. If we haven't talked about that, but time clock, we integrate with the, the weekly timesheet for payroll. Well, you already have your employees set up in QuickBooks and you probably have them set up in Builder Trend. You just need to map them together. And then you have to map it to your accounts payable, accounts receivable. So your, your asset and, and liability accounts are tied to as well. That's pretty straightforward. 95% of companies have an accounts payable and accounts receivable. Very, very rare for this to be an issue. But that's it. Once these boxes are checked, I mean, I can integrate this in 10 minutes and show people how it works. It, it really is that simple as far as how operationally those things go together. 
Well, and that's the thing too, is when you look at, I, I get a lot of people will get pushed back on, you know, well, how much time is this going to take? Like we're so busy right now. You yeah. know, we can't sit down and like actually go over, you know, making sure our cost codes are solid and getting all this set up and we don't have the time to, to learn it. Right. Um, but really it's not necessarily a matter of that. It's more so of what's the direction of the, of what direction you want to take your business. Yeah. Because if you look at this and you're going from someone brand new, trying to iron out a solid list of cost codes, let's be generous here. Five hours, 10 hours. What do you think? How long does it take to put together a solid list of cost codes? It depends on how much help they ask for. I think if you use builder trends resources, we have cost code lists that you can start with that right. you can tweak and make your own that you can sit down with your coach and be able to have an easy kind of what, how do you, let me show, show me what you estimate with. Right. That can be your starting point and you can build from there. It doesn't have to be some ornate set of cost codes that are perfect. We just right. need to have some organization and some structure. So a couple hours would probably do it. Uh, sure. But that, that could last you years. That's you know, the point a, I'm getting it's at. It's a small investment, right? That's the point I'm getting at is, is so many people, they get caught up of, you know, they're running down the hill and the cart of work is chasing them, right? And they don't want to yeah. get run over by the cart. It's like, sometimes you just, you, you have to slow yourself down and say, are we still wanting to work 70 hours a week? 52 weeks a year and have all these issues with, you know, double entry and not having accurate job costing and not being able to pull those, you know, fiscal year end numbers and make data driven insights and, and decisions for the following year, yeah. right. Or the, the coming year, you're looking at two hours of cost codes. If you're working with builder trends, you're looking at, you know, learning the, the refocus of information and how it's getting spit back and forth. It, it allows your finance team, your controller, bookkeeper, accountant, whoever that is, more time, again, to better the business. Do we want that? Or do, we, do you want to be paying them to be doing double entry? Or do you want to be paying them to be analyzing the information that they're putting in here and using their expertise and their backgrounds to say, this is how we can work smarter and not harder. If you want to, if you want to be maxing out labor and production, that's great, but we could be trimming up on margins here and we could be working with different subcontractors here and we wasted a ton on here. The, we're going to get more into that in episode five, especially in six, oh, where, where we cover job costing and reporting and, and kind of what, what do you actually get by taking those features and running with it? Right. But to your point, that this is really important as far as the what you get. If you just take the, more efficient time savings for your bookkeeper who now has more time to process information because you're kind of spreading the load out a little bit. That means you sure. can take on more projects. This should make exactly. you more money, well, right? I learned that early. There was one client, they're actually uh, they're, you know up in the Winter Park area. I was talking to them about doing some consulting and uh, the gentleman said, you know, Reese, I'm not interested in doing more work. I'm interested in doing less work more efficiently, better margins. We don't, we don't want to run ourselves on the ground doing 15 houses a year. We know we want to do say five. We just want to be as efficient as possible in those houses. It's yeah. hard to do that when you're not tracking everything as efficiently as you can. Yeah. And, and nobody likes surprises either. If you're not right. paying attention to these things up front, that's how mistakes happen. That's one of the benefits by moving it out of your QuickBooks. It's really easy to, to, catch things in QuickBooks when you're looking at your P&L. Yep. Why, why shouldn't we try and catch that up in front when we're actually entering in the expenses and utilizing the Builder Trend budget system? And this is part of that process is getting QuickBooks integrated. Right. So one, one thing I really want to make sure we have time to go over is the three big questions that you and I get as far as when people decide to take 
take the the leap of faith and, and sure. give this a shot. And, and the first one is, you know, you're changing my reports. Reporting is a very important part of a business. It tells you where you're at, your margins, how profitable, where were your expenses going? It gives you the total picture, obviously. Well, by and large, BuilderTrend does not change your reporting function. The worst case scenario is that your reports are not set up to pull the items from the report list, but they're pulling the account of the report. So that's the key thing I wanna emphasize is if we switch to using products and services or items in QuickBooks, all you do is designate the correct expense accounts that the information ends up in. It actually doesn't change which accounts you're using. It changes how the data gets into those accounts. And more times than not, I'm able to look at someone's report and say, oh, we just need to check this box to include items in the report. <laughs> Boom. Sure. Same information. It just looks slightly different, but we're not changing it. We're changing the parameters of those reports so that they're including the information that's coming from Builder Trend. And, and that alone is the biggest concern that people say is this won't work because I'm not getting the information I'm used to seeing. And, and it's just those reports are pre-set up with parameters. We just need to expand them in order to include the information that's coming over. And, and again, that's only in maybe five, 10% of cases that we even need to adjust the reports. Most right. times it just feeds it right in the account and it's fine. So if you take one thing away from this conversation is that your reports are not going to change. They still use the same assets. It just means that where you put the information to get to those reports changed into builder trend. Sure. So the next natural, are you going to change my operation? You're saying that we need to move where we enter the data in. And that is true, but it varies by company as far as how that information is going to happen. So if you are listening to this and you're you know concerned that I'm saying these things, it might not necessarily apply to you. Your bookkeeper might already be using Builder Trend, and that that's very fair, fine. Or you might have project managers who are responsible for managing their budget, and that's really how Builder Trend is assuming that you have people in place on the operations side, not the bookkeeping side, who are tracking how much they've paid on the POs, who are sure. um, you know managing what their targets are from a budgetary standpoint. So Builder Trend becomes the enhanced version of estimated versus actual. Where is that information? What is that information telling you is sure. the key thing. So if that means your bookkeeper, yes, is now having to move to using putting bills in the builder trend, but your project manager is able to look at the budget in real time and see that without needing to ask the bookkeeper to run the reports, right? right. Have a QuickBooks login and learn that software. I don't look at that as an operational change. I look at that as a reallocation of how people are doing their job. You're still using delegation. the same, exactly. You're still using yeah. the same information. It's just moving it to where that information is coming from. Well, and then, oh, go ahead, sorry. I was, no, I was just gonna, it's just this whole, it's just one big common theme of why would you have, this is this is really just eliminating cooks in the kitchen. Right. Why Why wouldn't you have the people, the project managers, you know, if you, let's just use a custom home builder for an example. Mm -hmm. Project manager is just as much a salesperson as they are an organizer, right? Yeah. Like if we have a client who's wanting to upgrade cabinets or countertops or, you know, faucets, fascia, whatever the case is, why wouldn't you want them to see 
where do we actually estimate this project? How much of our budget do we have left? How can we shift this around? Is this going to be a conversation where I need to explain this to the client so that on the back end, we don't get someone who's excited to get granite instead of laminate, which, whoa. But <laughs> let's just say if they're ready to make that move and they say, yes, we want granites, we put the granites in, they ship them the bill, they don't understand why, right? If we can have a project manager who's actually analyzing the budget, where do we come in from an estimated standpoint? What are our actual numbers going to be? How do we communicate this with the client so they have a better experience? It's just, it's more efficient work. Yeah, exactly. And every company has different terms. That's one thing that always is kind of interesting is how by region and state, uh, different companies have different approaches of how they, what roles their, their people play. You know, a project right. manager can be a superintendent, but you can also track the budget. And, and sometimes there's three different people. Like you have the field crew, the superintendent and the project manager. And we understand that, but it can work for all those situations, but it right. does mean some relearning of where I'm going to be drawing that information. And the majority of people don't have as many issues if you're putting that information into builder trend, because now everybody's using the same thing. They're right. already using it for their daily logs and change orders. Why wouldn't they use it to be able to get their financial information too? So is it hard to learn? Hopefully that's one of the main takeaways that people are getting here is no, it really is as simple as line up your data, learn how to fill it out and throw it over to QuickBooks and process it. Once you lay it out on paper and kind of see how things line up, it really is then learning and documenting what that process is gonna look like. There will be some bumps, there's no denying. People have had struggles with this integration because they're, they're uncomfortable with how everything's going to work. But you have to keep the eyes on the prize as far as where you're going. And, three months, four months, five months later, they're not going to be issues anymore because you've right. worked through them and you, and you figured out how you want to use the system. Again, this is, this is no brainer stuff from people that don't own businesses, you and I, right. um, but the big, <laughs> the big thing is, is like, you have to, at some point, step back, whether you're frustrated with it or not, you have to step back and say, is this going to make us more efficient from a business standpoint? And if it is call us up, have the conversation. Yeah. The value. value. So what, what do you actually get? Like What's the data say? And, and granted, this is run by Builder Trends Data Science based on surveys and, and reporting and analytics. But on average, we have found that bookkeepers are saving up to 20 hours uh, on their their data data entry on a month-to-month -month basis. Right? That's a huge time saving from just a management standpoint. Yeah. You have if you have a control in your company, you don't have to augment their work as much you can trust that the system is, is much more accurate because you're catching things up front um, in builder trend rather than waiting till checks are being written. Uh, mobile ca capabilities are something that I think don't get utilized enough. When your guys run to Home Depot, they can upload their receipts straight into builder trend and even track you know, a bill straight from that for your bookkeeper to then cost code and send to QuickBooks. You can find creative ways to get everybody more involved and pushed along the line. It can work really, really well. Does it right. take a little training? Absolutely. It's a software. People have to be taught how to use it. You can't just lay it out. Exactly. You can't just lay it in their laps and say, figure it out. Come up with a plan of, okay, I've integrated. I know how it works. Now I want to train my field crew of how to get information out of the field into the bookkeeper's hands via builder trend, but it can work. Money. And this is something we're going to touch more on when we cover job costing in episode five, but especially the purchase order system, it has a cap on how much you're able to pay out on that PO. So that when you receive your invoice from your sub, 
and it is over what you had originally budgeted for, you will know right then and there that you are over budget. And you can either have a conversation with that sub to say what happened, or you can track it through what's called variances in builder trend, a very cool feature that kind of flags it in your budget to say like, hey, this was an overage and you can decide what to do with it. Do I push that onto the customer? Do we eat it? Was it truly our mistake? Now you're talking about being able to run reports to say like, is this happening a lot? Is this a common theme that I'm finding? Is it always the same sub or is it, you know, if I'm doing work with a customer I work with a lot, is it always coming up with this particular type of project? It gives you the evidence to really justify your business decisions. And that's, that's extremely useful and hopefully eliminates things like double payment because you can track clearly like, no, I already did pay for this. The bookkeeper a lot of times is not aware of which payments are appropriate or not. They have to look for the project manager to, to facilitate that conversation. Well, builder trend kind of becomes the place. I can see what has been paid or not in my builder trend on my phone without really much effort. And, and just totally. think of the communication, the streamlining, the handoffs, you can, communicate with accounting without needing to talk to accounting. You can get that all in one place, uh, giving the production team a lot more control over what's happening without having to bother with the, the other operational side of the accounting uh, part of the company. So I think the value is definitely there. I would encourage anybody listening to really rely on Builder trying to help you through this process. We have tons of help videos, obviously, but a conversation with someone over the phone with your questions is going to go a long way to get people uh, on the same page and kind of see where this can go. Absolutely. And that's definitely worth duly noting is don't, don't try and attack this on your own, you know, get your CPA involved. If, if yeah. you do have a third party bookkeeper or CPA or controller, have them jump on the phone with builder trends, unlimited customer support. Have Absolutely. them do a 45 minute training on QuickBooks integration so that they can understand how is this information getting pushed from Builder Trend? What is the CPA or bookkeeper's role in Builder Trend? And why is that the case? Absolutely. So, again, and that's a great point because a lot of times it's the bookkeeper who's, or the CPA who's putting the report parameters in place. Like they just show them where to go to run the report, but it's right. the CPA who set it up. Well, right. they should know QuickBooks. They can change the parameters to include the information we need from Builder Trend so that you are still getting that information. Having them looped into the conversation is, is a really important piece to that. It's a great point. Yeah. Don't be shy. It's unlimited. You know, we, yep. we want to help you guys out. We want to make sure that you are utilizing the program to get an ROI on it. That's the entire point of us, you know, being a business and helping our client base out. We, uh, we definitely don't want people to get frustrated with this topic. We want to be able to assist as much as we can. We have, like Zach had alluded to, tons of different channels of success, whether it is consulting, videos in the help center, certifications, unlimited customer support. We've got a help, you know, a help support line. You can call in and get 15, 10 minute questions answered, um, chat functions. All of the above. So we, we want to give you every opportunity. We want everybody yes. to be successful. And I think that wraps up this episode. Is that done? That's this done. Is done. Everybody, thank you for listening. Our next episode is talking about how do you receive client payments? What does that process look like? What, what how do we options? get paid? How do we get our money? All our right? cheddar. We appreciate your time today. Have a great rest yes. of your day. We'll see ya. Thanks for listening to The Better Way. If you're a Builder Trend customer, schedule a training to learn more. And all listeners, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to The Better Way wherever you get your podcasts. Also, visit buildertrend.com slash podcast to sign up for the email notifications when the next season drops and explore our other podcast, The Building Code. Don't miss our next episode focused on receiving payments.